The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. A lot of people getting in touch about our hospital system and the numbers of people on trolleys. Please ask the HSE where the senior decision makers are. I'm a nurse working in an emergency department since 2013. You rarely, very rarely see consultants working after five. At that, they don't treat but a handful of patients during the day. Junior doctors are expected to see a vast amount of patients on the nights. What is terrible to somebody else is that all the doctors and nurses that came back home at the government's request at the start of COVID to work in the hospitals were not employed by the HSE but had to go through an agency and the minute they thought they didn't need them, they got rid of them. So an entire generation of healthcare workers lost forever and Jill says, Kieran, the main problem is a shortage of doctors. We are short 1,400 GPs and 800 consultants. Also a shortage of non-consultant hospital doctors. Every patient that goes into hospital has to be seen by a doctor because there aren't enough doctors. Patients have to wait crazy lengths of time to be seen and treated even with enough beds, not enough doctors to see and treat patients. So patients will overstay and you end up with the same backlog. Jill, very good point and a point well made. I don't think you can separate it, though, from the nursing shortage either, because once the doctor sees the patient and admits them, if there's not a bed with nurse, nurses to staff it, uh, then they're still stuck in the emergency department. So with respect, I, I think you have to lump them all together. Uh, nurses and doctors and consultants and GPs and non-consultant hospital doctors right across the board. There is a, a shortage of resources and there are capacity problems. And that's what we're talking about on the show. We were talking about it a little bit earlier. I spoke to Frances Watkins about her sister's experience of waiting for a bed in University Hospital Limerick. The first night she was there, she slept on a chair in the waiting room. As she was young, I think it was kind of, you know, priority might have been given to the elderly and that's understandable. But this was a 16-year-old girl, you know, she was waiting to be seen. And when she eventually did get a trolley, she was placed in a corridor. Um, You could barely walk from the corridor. It was so full with people in trolleys. Um, She was placed in this corridor and she was standing beside her. Me and my mother took it in turns to stay with her. I looked around and she was, you know, she was surrounded by elderly people, elderly men, some of whom, you know, were dis- disorientated. And the nurse said to me, you know, you go and sit down out there. And I said, I'm not leaving her here. You know, she's a 16-year-old girl in the middle of a corridor with all these people. Mm. Like, in the middle of the night, there was no way I could do that to her. And, you know, she was tired. She was exhausted. At this day now, she just wanted to go home. And she still needed, you know, she needed to get a drip. She needed to be seen by a doctor. But she was just so fed up at that stage and tired. She said, I just want to go home. I just don't want to be here anymore. Yeah, that was Frances Watkins speaking to me a little bit earlier on the show about her sister's experience of waiting for a bed in University Hospital Limerick. We heard similar experiences from other people from different parts of the country as well over the last uh, couple of hours. Morris Quinlevin is with me now. He is Sinn Féin TD for Limerick. Uh, Morris, I assume plenty of constituents getting in touch with you about the situation in UHL. Yeah, look, I'm a public rep for the last 12 years. I've never had it so bad in the last couple of days. People contacted me. Um, the stories are horrendous, like uh, uh, similar to what Frances was saying there with her sister, or he's like families waiting for days and days. Unfortunately, people want not even trolleys available, um, you know, sitting on seats. Um, got a picture sent to me now, which I'm not sharing because it, it's not public, but uh, a woman lying in a blanket, you know, because there was no seat available. So that's the kind of stories I'm hearing in the last couple of days. Then you had a bizarre thing from UHL telling people, HSE telling people not to attend emergency department unless it's absolutely necessary. Nobody I know goes to Limerick, or University Hospital Limerick, unless it's a real emergency. Um, the, the, the only hours doctor system we have here is called Shannon Doc, and, and that, that was overwhelmed over the last few days, and the HSE put a statement out to confirm that, that 
people could simply not get through to them. Um, and if there were, they, there was no appointments, there was no GPs available, so there was no alternative that people go into. And if you're sick, and I was still encourage people, if you're sick, go to their hospital. That's where you need to go to. Mm. And that that's the fear, is it? That, I mean, that there will be people who hear that advice not to come unless you absolutely have to and they have to come they should they need to go to hospital and they don't go I've said this before it's not new for me saying this that people in Limerick in the Midwest region are, are sometimes afraid especially older people are afraid to go to the emergency department because they know they would probably be on trolleys for you know over 24 hours wouldn't mm. be uncommon you know and um, you know it's really really distressing and Honestly, I've never had, I said it there earlier, but I've never had as many families and friends of, of yeah. patients on to me the last couple of days in, in, in years. And, and listen, COVID, the flu and RSV uh, are compounding this problem, but I mean, they're not the problem. They're not the root cause of the problem. The problem is capacity, I'm the, sure, in UHN. Because the, 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 the emergency department, it should be said, it's an amazing facility down there. It's a fabulous facility and it's a brand new one. It was, it was opened in uh, was 2018. Um, a new facility to, to deal with the issue, but we just don't have the capacity. If you look at, for instance, like ED attendances in Limerick was in twenty twenty one was like eighty nine. Uh, what was it? it was seventy six thousand people that attended emergency department in in Limerick. Uh, similar hospital in St James is like forty eight thousand people attending. They had seven hundred beds almost, and we had five hundred thirty beds. You know that that is your problem. Like we've had Hickwell we're in our hospital in March. Um, they did an investigation. It was damning, absolutely damning of what they said. Uh, they they the HSE themselves locally UHL group commissioned that Deloitte report, and that said they need two hundred additional beds. So that we that is part of the problem. And but look, we have been flagging this for years. I was elected in twenty sixteen to install, and it probably isn't the week that I haven't been raising through a parliamentary question, through a topical question, any any opportunity I've ever got to raise this issue mm. with the minister and previous ministers for health. And we, we're here with no plan to get us out of this mess. We're talking about delivering 48 new beds in two years' time. And that is the only plan I've seen. And it's simply not good enough. It, it speaks to a, a lack of planning, doesn't it? I mean, we've had this population increase of about half a million in the last... 10 years and that population as well is older than ever before and with an older po- population you know that there there are more pressures on the hospital system but none of that should come as a surprise yet it seems no. to policymakers and planners that it does come as a surprise it's completely caught them on the hop yeah well you know we hear this every year like you know last year we had a problem and now this year is definitely worse but you know this should come as no surprise and if it does come as a surprise to somebody they shouldn't really be in the job because this was flagged to them. I flagged it to the Minister for Health as often as I could. And I know my colleagues were doing, were doing the same. University Hospital Limerick cares for, not for just Limerick. It cares, cares for Clare and North Tipperary and part people come from Kerry. Um, it, it's a fantastic hospital, but the problem is the capacity. Um, I have an issue with the management. You know, um, the similar hospitals are, are doing a better job. But, you know, there is no actual planning of the demographics, the amount of people we have, the older people we have, and the area that the hospital is supposed to look after. And that is a failure, a systematic failure of government. So if we can diagnose the problem, how easy or attainable is the solution? You know, it's easy to talk about beds, but beds mean staff. You know, you need yeah, well, doctors look, to admit people and treat people. You need pay, you know, nurses as well to staff all of those beds. And 
I mean, it, this is m- much the same question I'd often put to, to, to guests, including some of your party colleagues on, on the housing yeah. front. It's easy to say we need all these extra people. Where are they going to come from? Well, that, that's where, you know, we're in, a, we're, in a, we're in a situation now where we don't have the staff and that's because we haven't planned for this. But it's not, it's not a case of we haven't said it. You know, we were talking about, I think we launched a policy document on this about a year and a half ago, look, saying we'd invest $3.3 billion extra into the health services and that was to recruit 1, 000, an extra 6,600 staff. And I think somebody texted into your show there earlier about, you know, the, all the staff that came home when, they were, when the call was made during the pandemic, but they weren't offered places. You know, my own hospital is is short, as the minister told me in the parliamentary question, 68 non-consultant doctors. That's in one hospital group alone. You know, so that that's, that's what you're dealing with. And, and there has been no, like, the HICFA report in March should have been a wake-up call for the minister and the government to say, look, there's something going wrong in University Hospital Limerick and needs to be a, a specific intervention there. And when you have the whole crisis of the, you can't get a GP appointment, we have people in the hospital, and I know families have been in touch with me where they have uh, families in the hospital, but there is no support when they come home. You know, they mightn't have families living in the area. Uh, they might be approved for a home care package, but there's, a, there's nobody there to, to deliver it because, you know, again, the government won't pay the people properly mm. or won't invest or recruit them. Yeah, and those step-down facilities as well, uh, again, and the kind of home care front, similar issue. Yeah. Nursing home beds, so we need to, we need to get out of the box as well at, at this stage. That we are in the middle of a crisis. We can't wait for a 48 bed in two years' time, which is going to solve it. It's not going to solve it because we need to be looking at uh, sequestering or, or getting whatever we can, the private hospital beds that might be available in the area. We need to be looking at alternative step-down solutions. And we need to have to think out of the box, but we need to seriously. Um, look, I, I was on to my colleague in David Colman and the health spokesperson. He's requesting for the the all Directors Committee on Health to be recalled and I would support that because we, we need to at least start talking about this you know and some of us have been banging on this for years Morris Quinlevin Sinn Féin TD for Limerick uh, Morris thanks a million for joining us uh, here on the show uh, Ian is after getting in touch uh, with a different perspective he says I developed a very painful condition over the weekend and had to attend the emergency department at my local hospital I was assessed had an ECG a blood test and an x-ray my condition was identified and I was sent on my way prescription in pocket it took all of just three hours and my local hospital is in a suburb of Paris, a stark difference. Uh, Brian, though, says there was an article in The Guardian, he says a few weeks ago it was entitled A Ticking Time Bomb, and it detailed the healthcare challenges impacting countries like France and Germany and Spain. So it isn't just Ireland that has these problems, ageing populations, underfunding, overworking, post-COVID exhaustion are all factors uh, giving rise to recruitment and retention challenges. Methinks this is something that needs to be prioritised at EU level. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.